Welcome, everybody, to episode 212. I forgot to take Thank Me Later off the screen for the introduction. We had a lively pre-show that I wish you could have been a part of, um, but we'll definitely get into it more and see where it ends up. Miami was released. It was pretty cool. We'll talk about it. Also, it was pretty expensive. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. The Obvious Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host too stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing a strategy, musical charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX. Welcome, everybody, to episode 212 of the Upland Property Experts Podcast. I'm your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, joined by Thank Me Later. How we doing, brother? What up? Doing good. What's with the blue Christmas tree? Oh, so today I'm getting prepped for a Comic-Con convention, uh, anime, comic, I guess it's technically an anime convention this weekend. So I am currently in role play for one of the characters for this weekend. And if you are the first to comment on the video with which character I am from which show. A dead tree hugger from a grade B science show. No. Um, Then I will give you uh, a a test tube statue. So there you go. No, (laughs) he's not a truck driver. So there you go. Name that cosplay. I might cosplay for the next couple shows. Oh, you know what we haven't done in like a very long time? Dude, the movie quotes? The movie where we script, uh, where we upland fied movie scripts. Those were fun. God, those were so fun. Is it a cartoon? It is a cartoon. Yes. Yeah. Those were so fun. Do miss that. We had to bring that back. Yeah. I'll figure that out in my spare time. Yeah, just add that to the list. <laughs> just add that to the list. Wait, wait, wait. First, first say, put, somebody put it in the name of a movie you'd like us to do a um, an Upland riff off of. Yeah. Let us. Uh, yeah, are we covering fantasy football anymore? I don't know. After two, after two stupid just absolutely has done terrible. <laughs> um, then Gladiator. All right, bet. Add that. All right. Gladiator. I'm gonna write that down. Gladiator. Uh, we'll do we'll do a we'll do a parody. We'll do an Upland themed parody of Gladiator for the one and only legendary Shaktolin. All right, we'll get that rolling. I'll figure that out. All right. Also, we have a lot going on. It's the first week of December, December seventh, twenty twenty three. And that means we'll give you how November sales went overall in the secondary market in Upland. Pretty interesting. Um, uh-oh, now they're rolling in. Dumb and Dumber, Beavis and Butthead. We'll, we'll start making lists. We'll keep we'll keep rolling with that. Um, can you capture that big norm? Said Dumb and Dumber and JMS said Beavis and Butthead. So we'll get those going. Oh, Smokey and the Bandit. Um, all right, we'll, we'll get those going. got it. Good job, Zany. Zany got it. Zany got Zany. it. Dipper Pines. Dipper Pines. If you haven't watched it, Gravity Falls. 
You can catch it on Disney Plus. It's fantastic. There you go. Just a couple of seasons, but really, really good show. Yeah. So secondary market, we got that covered. How November performed. Talk about that. And then we'll talk about how it performed over the last uh, last week. Plus the Miami launch, which was totally different than what we've seen before. Added some cool new elements to it. And depending on where you were buying in Miami, you thought, hey, Miami's not too bad. Or, oh my God, this is super expensive. Um, it was it was more of the have and the have-nots and some interesting interesting discussions pre-show about what really matters now for, for tier-wise of a city. And we'll jump into that, and we might have some uh, guests. No, I'll clarify. Here. It was more too stupid to win, doesn't know how to read, uh, and that's really what that was. It really wasn't. Too knows how to we- read. It's just that there's conflicting information. There's not conflict. There's no conflict. Oh, yeah. There's not conflict. Yes. There's not. There's not. Okay, so tre- treasure hunting only is the only break. thing that matters. Treasure hunting is the only thing that matters. Got it. Yep. Got it. Ah, y'all. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we'll, we'll jump right into it. And as you can see, this will be a fun conversation coming up here shortly. Absolutely. Let's see here. Oh, you were. Oh, that's yes. Where'd you go? <laughs> there you, you I didn't boot you. Jeez. I didn't boot you. What did you do? Yeah, you, well, I think I hit refresh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I got all happy. Cl- that was you. <laughs> that was that. me. <laughs> that was me. Just had to have a little fun. All right, market update, December 7th, 2023. Top 10 city floors. Miami is released and makes number 10 for the week. 11,000 floor for Miami? Yeah. What's the markup on those? Is it selling under mint yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I buy some know. Miami under mint? What's up? I haven't looked yet. I have not looked yet. But Rutherford creeping back up there. Yeah, Rutherford creeping back up. Oh, I know it's getting yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. It's my brain wasn't actually I wasn't actually expecting anyone to know it. Uh City Bar. Yeah, no. Solid, solid reference. Yeah. I guess. I haven't seen it, so good. No, it's good. Uh Rutherford creeping back up, as you said, US dollar and on the up X side of the house. Um Berlin falling, Tokyo falling. Uh, down 15%. Uh, floor is 16,000 right now. Uh, London down to 15,000. Getting close to Arlington and Dallas territory there. That's very interesting. I mean, again, we've, we've always talked about, I mean, Arlington and Dallas have continued to be pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so it's kind of hard to see Tokyo and Berlin kind of dropping down like that. But, hey, I'm okay. I, I'm liking that uh, San Francisco's top four. So It's working its way strong. back up there. Yeah, staying strong. Absolutely. Now looking at November 2023. 
Ooh. looking at the overall OPEX sales for the month. Um, London, I mean, I know they had the expansion, but geez, the secondary sales, 170, uh, 170 million there. That's wild. I had no idea so much activity was happening in London. Yeah, they had a little over 4,000 sales on the Epic side of the house, and the average sale was uh, 40,771 there. Um, Los Angeles still holds pretty strong. Uh, Detroit with the burners still holding pretty strong in there, 50 million worth of secondary sales in Epic. Anything jump out? Um, oh, London. Uh, Shaq is saying London had a big sell off when they dropped the TH tier. Makes sense. That makes sense. What I love is that that LA is still going strong. Um, I love that. I, I love that LA's got thirty four hundred secondary sales. Like that's fantastic. They're they're consistently performing. Queen sitting at thirty seven hundred uh, secondary sales is pretty interesting. Again, I don't count like Detroit and stuff just because again burners like that's where. Like, to me, those numbers are always going to be a bit skewed, which is fine. I, I think it's important. Uh, you know, that shows still strong secondary activity. Uh, but, yeah. And then Manhattan's average cost is just nuts. With their 178 sales, but yet 20, uh, 178 sales and $24 million in OPEX. Yeah. And so, I mean, that, that really speaks to the fact, like, if you're trying to flip things, like buying floor of Manhattan and trying to flip it is probably going to be a much harder proposition um, for sure. Yeah, London was a great spot for treasure hunting, and that's why they had to nerf it because I think it was too great. Oh, Queens is now good for treasure hunting. And, and Queens was also added, or some parts of Queens were added to the Upland Kingdoms too, I know, in I think that happened in November also, so you saw some transactions there. There you go. And if you want to look at the U.S. dollar sales. uh, Always. Absolutely. Los Angeles still standing strong with 41,000. London leading the pack with uh, 54,000 in sales. There we go. Seems kind of low. I mean, I guess it makes sense. L.A., though, 2,500 USD transactions. I mean, that's awesome. Although it is interesting to see the average Manhattan USD price is, what, uh, almost a third of what its uh, UPEX price is? Although, I guess L.A., what was, wait, can you go back? What was L.A.'s average UPEX price? Oh, 24, yeah. So is that the largest difference? Is Manhattan between I, I, I average so. and because London's forty, Tokyo's fifty, San Fran's thirty-five. Okay, so then go to the next. What's our USD? Twenty-seven. Yeah, that's not that much lower. LA's half, and San Fran is not quite. Yeah, so I mean, not not necessarily surprising there. It is interesting. I mean, because what Dizzy was buying properties. What was what was mint in? Like you could still it, mint under ten thousand, right? Um, I haven't checked lately what that what the mint price was, but you you are right. Um, Los Angeles is down overall in sales in UPEX and U.S. dollar this month compared to last month. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say that U.S. dollar, the U.S. dollar sales seems relatively low. I'm trying to think, was there major USD um, sales, like primary sales of, uh, I, I guess, was there two totem releases in November? Um, we had multiple totem releases. We had multiple uh, stock car pro series sales. Um but it's also, you know, a big holiday time, and you're getting closer to Christmas time, too. Maybe people are cutting back there, too. Um, it, it's actually a really good point. I, don't, I didn't really think about that because you're right, and people might be trying to liquidate a little bit as well. So we're seeing that. The San, uh, let's see. Shack of Texas, the SFUSD floor of 899 has been on the market for two months as the player is in Alcatraz. Oh, we need to update that. The next floor is 8.09. Okay, well, so pretty close. But that's good to know. Thank you for that information check. I'll double check. There's got, I'm, I'll work, see if there's a way to, to filter that. Yeah. Um, and then looking just at neighborhoods, who? what were the hottest neighborhoods in the month of November? Here, Here's your top 10 Ooh. neighborhoods in UPEX sales where you had um, the most value going, the most UPEX sold. Interest again. I think uh, the call out of the sell off of London with the the kind of the teardrop. Yes, makes sense. Yeah, considering uh, eight out of the ten are London neighborhoods, right? Like that's that's quite telling. But eh. And then if you look but, at But you know what you don't see on there is, I was trying to think, um, what's our Knights? Uh, oh, Knightsbridge. Knightsbridge. It's got like seven names. It's right. like, you know, like how many times has that neighborhood been divorced? <laughs> uh, and, uh, but you know what? That's not on there because those, I, I still think like there's going to be those uh, neighborhoods that are much stronger and you're not going to see the same level of sell-off in a scenario like that because those are much bigger strongholds. Uh, so it is interesting to see which neighborhoods have quote-unquote fire sales. To me, those would also be ones that I would be more hesitant to get into from a um, like a node perspective. Yeah. Now looking at U.S. dollar sales, um, once again, London's leading the way with just over 9,000 in Campton and Jingyu Mei in Tokyo, still up there leading the pack with at 8,600 in U.S. dollar sales. California Trading Company wants to know, why didn't Tokyo sell off like London? Um, and I would have to, I, what was the, was the treasure hunting? They dropped down tiers also. They, they both got nerfed. But I don't know, like from what I understood, like London, the treasure hunting in London was mm, chef's kiss. Yes. Um, I don't know what it was like in Tokyo. Um, and I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just people were preferring London. Um, maybe it was easier to get the spread. Is Tokyo sold out? I don't think Tokyo, Tokyo is was- sold out. Yep. Tokyo is sold out. Yes. London's not, is it? London is not because they did the expansion. Yeah, yeah. It, they were getting close to selling out. They did an expansion there, so. Well, and that might be another reason for why Tokyo didn't have the same fire sale, uh, because a sold out city is traditionally 
not going to have a fire sale. Um, it'd be like weird, I think. Rutherford's never had a fire sale as much. It's just kind of like Gone Hill. Okay. No but- Tokyo expansion, so uh, Treasure Hunt's still okay. Yeah, but also the teardrop. So the the kind of speculation was because of the change in how treasure hunting works, that because it dropped all those tiers, that that would have been a, a prime reason for London to have the sell-off. Uh, Tokyo had the same drop. I just don't think the treasure hunting was as hot there and being sold out. I'm not fire selling a property in a sold-out city. No. Like, I'll, I'll put it for sale, but I'm not going to, like, undercut myself dramatically where, like, London, I can mint new property, right? That's the, that's the difficulty thing. You're always going to be competing with mint um, until a city sells out yep. to some degree. Yeah. Usane, what up? All right. Looking at overall sales and transactions. Um, so this month... You can see the U.S. dollar just did just shy of $240,000 in secondary sales with an average price of $19.09 with total sales of $13,461. If you compare it to last month, definitely the UPEX sales is down. Uh, last month in October, $238,000. No, UPEX sales is up. Or, sorry, I, I was talking, US, I was reading U.S. dollar numbers talking UPEX backwards. <laughs> UPEX sales was up. So U.S. dollars is what I was talking about at first. <laughs> and thank you for the correction. Um, yep. U.S. dollar sales yep. is down. Last month it was just under 300000 Average sale price was $24.44. But the totals, total sales yeah. were up this month, just smaller transactions. Um, over over 1,000 more sales in U.S. dollars this month. Than yeah, up. which again, I think speaks to both the... Potential like London sellout, um, as well as just the potential holiday liquidation. Um, I think that that makes sense that there would be a seasonal liquidation. Uh, the holidays are coming up. People are looking to get a little bit of extra uh, cash in their pocket for the holiday season. Selling some properties. It makes sense that $20 mark. It makes sense to try and be under that too on average. So, yeah. I mean, it is interesting. So more more sales overall, just lower total value. Yep. And for the Upix, the Upix is up. The average sale price is down, but the total sales transactions overall was up for the for between the two months. Yeah, I think about this probably the same thing again. Definitely impacted by the London sellout. Yes. I really like these number sets. To me, being able to see month to month on a large scale like this does indicate like the the health of to me the health of the economy overall i mean when you think about it what that's nine about nine hundred thousand in converted if we just did a one-to-one conversion it's about nine hundred thousand in converted sales i mean even if we cut even if we say what 70 percent Conversion. Uh, let's let's be let's even say fifty percent. It's still over five hundred thousand in secondary sales. Yeah, like I mean, we haven't looked at uh, Dapper Radar in a while, but I am curious. I we maybe pull that up at some point to see. I'm curious what other games are doing as far as volume uh, for their secondary markets. Because again, I mean, just on the face of it, I mean, this is almost a million dollars in secondary volume every month granted 
the UpX value is probably at a 0.6 right now. Would you say? What What do you think the current rate of UpX to USD would be secondary? Um, uh, 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 um, hold on. Let me. I can tell. It was actually pretty interesting. Um, I'm just trying to find find it in all the tabs. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, while you do that, Boulder says, since London is not sold out, I sold some of my Londons at twenty two to 24000 after I paid 30000 in the expansion. So you sold under Mint? Well, just out of curiosity, Boulder, because you're a longtime player and, and hodler of properties, I kind of thought. Um, is there a reason that you sold under Mint? Was it to get liquid for Miami? Uh, because to me, selling under mint is kind of a, I don't want to say a new player move because I guess not a lot of people do it. If you think that you can, if you need to liquidate to maybe make money on a new expansion, it's just kind of shocking. I, I didn't expect, like when I think of the person who sells under mint, um, you're not the type of player that I would expect to actually sell for under mint, especially that quickly. So I'm curious if there was a reason for that. Let's see here. Have you ever sold under mint? Too stupid? Um, oh my God. You have I, to think about it. I, well, you I haven't. I don't, dirty under mint seller, you. I, I'm Get trying to call other than some sort of deal we worked out for something else. No, I haven't sold under mint. I, I've okay. always been above mint and I have my settings above mint. Um, looks like the average for all the cities is above the floor price U.S. dollar wise, and same with uh, same with UpX wise. Nice. Well, let's know in the comments. Are you one of those sell below mint people? And if so, why? Why are you so dirty? <laughs> and, and that's that's always been my curiosity uh, of why. Oh, so you. Oh, so wait, did you pay 30K on the secondary market and then sell because you're like, oh, I don't want to sit on these? Never. Key says never. <laughs> Diamond Hands Olsen over there. Never below mint up X. Oh, that was a caveat, which means that somebody's selling under mint USD. <laughs> That's I feel like that's almost dirtier. I get it. I get it. But that's some dirty, like that's very like, oh, well, not on UPEX, but for that filthy, filthy fiat, I see you. Never done, never will. <laughs> now I feel bad. Uh, <laughs> well, you talk about if a city isn't minting out, then you're competing with mint. Now you have people selling under mint all around, so you're competing with under mint. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just wouldn't sell for a loss, but I'm I'm a long-time holder. Um, but I get it if, again, if you're like, I need to take a 20% loss here because I want to get in a new city to make 2x, like, and you're able to flip it. It just seems like a risk, and that's just not that's not how I play. But So looking at DAP radar, um, Upland's not transmitting any stats. I don't know if they changed something or have it falling out with. Well, that radar has always been IMO sketch. Throw it up. Let's see their nonsense. Let's see. There's no transactions. There's nothing. It's no. But I want to see for the other. I want to see the the quote unquote competitors. So we're doing about somewhere between 
say 600 and 900,000 USD in sales. I mean, it does make sense. I'm just curious, like, who is doing it and why? Uh, can we make it bigger? Let's see what nonsense they're pushing. I'm not a big fan of Dapper Radar because, again, like the way that they get their Moto decks. Yeah, look at this. So 400,000, like, wait, volume? Here's your user wallet. Oh. Here's your volume. So wait, volume what's, under, what's the time frame on that? This is uh, seven days. Give me a month. I want to see monthly. I want to see 30-day and then sort by volume. But the volume is not what you think. That's, um, I, I think they're way off on that, but okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So then these are like weird. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Oh, because they're also probably talking like token and stuff too. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But like, the, yeah. Okay, never mind. This is see, this is all nonsense. Sandbox. Okay, wait. Oh, wait. Hold on. Go back. Because sandbox would probably be. But see, I say it's it's on tier with like sandbox in a sense. Um, I didn't, I wanted to see some of the other stats on sandbox. Glad I didn't spend the whole six hundred thousand. Five thousand users is that five thousand users? Five thousand wallets? Just about six thousand users that interacted with their wallet in the last thirty days on Sandbox. Gotcha. What's the? Do we have that stat for Upland? No, Upland is blank. That's what I'm saying. There's no. No, but I mean, like, yeah, no, I know not on Dapper, but on. On anywhere, do we have user stats on? Does no. anybody know the, the active users on on Upland? Now they, it, it was around a hundred k interacting per month, but it, but the way that Dap Radar was using that is the so it it just adds your four weeks. So each person, so hey, this day you had thirty thousand people logging. This day you had fifty thousand, and it just kind of compiles it over the month. It's not like. Hey, you know, some of your dormant players checked in once this week. It, it, it seems like it's a, a, um, oh, like cumulative instead yep. of unique. Yeah. Weird. And, and I think it's just unique for the day, and then they just kind of add it that way. I'm not really sure. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting to see again, just to compare. I mean, that, and that's up. So seven hundred thousand, and that's according to that's up like five hundred percent, which means that last month they did two hundred thousand. Oh no, wait, that's not sandbox. Wrong line. That's Benji bananas. Jesus, sweet economy. I can't even with some of this nonsense. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the real world. All right, back to the real things. All right, what else? Oh, let's see here. There you are. Let's go back to presenting. All right. And uh, hopefully next month I'll have even better stats and looking farther back, working on some stuff. Um, had, uh, I had some stuff drawn up to make sure we were legit with NDAs and stuff like that moving forward. But, yeah, got something good working, so we'll be good. Cool. Um, all right. 30-day change. Uh, I'm not sure what happened here, but anyway, (laughs) 
Um, looks like the floors the the floors were put on top of the thirty day change somehow. So moving on, <laughs> it happens. All right, here's the bottom ten city floors in Upland. Uh, not much change on the U.S. dollar side. Buenos Aires is actually up five percent. Only one not at the three dollar holler. Three dollars and seventy cents. That's a great place to be able to come in and sell just under the U.S. dollar floor if you're looking to cash out. Welcome, Milderland. I'm glad you could join us for the third week in a row. What a champion. That's dedication and all the way over in Estonia. <clears throat> Let's see. Detroit. Hyde Park Ninjas are saying Detroit's killing it. In what sense? <laughs> wait, wait, the, bur- wait. the burner market? Detroit's killing the floor? It's beating it <laughs> dead? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, nice. Dead. Neighbors in Miami. Welcome to Miami. All right, look at it sold out. Um, Sao Paulo moved up to 93%. Um, Los Angeles is finally getting close to that 80% mark. Let's go. And Miami, 74% minted at the time of putting these together. So it's plus 74% for the week. Nice. So Tokyo's sold out. Yep. Chicago's still sitting at that 99%. It is. Oh, dirty, dirty Chicago. Miami is coming. The faces on those llamas were... Creepy. What the... Jesus. Yeah, the faces of the llama were creepy, but Miami is coming. And Miami was interesting. No, Miami is here. It is here. So it launched on Wednesday, December 6th. Um, and, you know, it, it's been a long time since there's been a city release in Upland that there was an issue with it, that they had to push it back for something, or, you know, there were major, major just wheels of death of just waiting or glitchy properties. There's still some minor issues in the city releases, but nothing like it used to be. Oh, you mean like Cleveland? No, your screen isn't frozen. It's too stupid. <laughs> remembering how fun the Cleveland release was. Thanks for the troll. <laughs> Absolutely. If I bring it up, you're like, why are you still complaining about it? But then you troll me with it. So it's great. So 100%. 100%. I get it. Um, yeah, I don't know how many properties is in, in Chicago. They're all like stupid high priced. Chicago. Um, you mean what's remaining in Chicago? Yeah, how many properties are left in Chicago? Like maybe, I want to say like 1,200 or something. I don't know. Chicago has about 1,500 properties left. Yeah, but it's like millions in no, mint. They're, they're, they're all, no, they're not all millions in mint. But they no, are, the, total, the total is millions in mint. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, no, you usually there, you can get 100,000 OPEX property. We're all six-figure plus yes, at this point. That, that's fair I, to say. Yeah. No. I mean, shout out to the Miami release because this was probably one of the flashiest city releases. I think it was the most cohesive branding across multiple, um, like, uh, not brands, what, like, assets, multiple, like, sectors of Upland, right? Right. Between the city release, the block explorers, the cars, 
the property passes, like the the block explorers from both the store and for the block explorer vendors, which is something we've been saying needs to happen. Um, and then adding a new burn mechanic, like who? But they didn't Miami. release the terminals ahead of time. They're like, uh, we're releasing Miami, but we're not doing the Don't terminals even- till afterwards. They're like, doesn't even matter. Terminals, they'll they'll sell. We don't even care. We're going to get out all this fire. And let's be honest, like, it doesn't surprise me. Anybody who's been around Upland long enough should know. This is that year and, like, oh, crap. We want to make sure that when we do the wrap-up for the year, we have a bunch of, of really interesting stuff. So anything we can push out quickly, let's do it. Which is, I'm not... I'm not bad mouthing it, but like it does not surprise because now they can put it in their year end wrap up that they did a block explorer burn mechanic release, city pass release, like all these things, block explorers for the block explorer shop, stuff like that. They get to add all that to their year end summary. Now. I was just interested on the back end of it because I had the same thoughts that it's the year end, you know, maybe they you know, said that they were going to release X amount of cities or, you know, as you're saying, that they're going to release these new features this year and they wanted to do it with a city release. But usually the terminals are pretty standard. And even though they announced it on a Sunday and or whatever it was, um, even though they announced it with short notice to to do it, you know, December 4th was, yeah, Sunday or Monday. Yeah, no, it was, it was yeah. Monday. So they announced it Monday that they were dropping it Wednesday. Um, and, and I guess that is fair if they announce it on Monday where people are a little more attentive because it's not the weekend to say, hey, register now for train sales. It, people will be like, I missed the announcement. It's not fair. So I, I can see that point. Yeah, no, it's interesting. And, you know, we talked about like the the quick time to launch um, to prevent – secondary market crashes, right? Right. Um, Because we have definitely seen that historically. If they make a big announcement weeks ahead of time, the secondary market just plummets uh, aggressively as people liquidate. Um, So I do like the kind of quick turnaround um, in that sense. So it is interesting to see how that plays out. Plus, given how expensive Miami ended up being, how many cities are we at now? Yeah. Only only Kansas City. Um, That's me. I love some Kansas City. So they had the they had the special Miami Block Explorer sale, um, which you know you got your did not get in on at all. Oh, I, was I was so outside all morning. of them. And you had the Lagoon Bliss. You had the Vice City Room, which is like a pin, to me that's a pink El Camino. Um, and then you had the Lush Boulevard Block Explorer. So those three pretty cool city, city-centric city or city-themed Block Explorers. But then on top of that, they said, hey, Block Explorer shop owners, we got a deal for you, which I thought was really cool, is they got um, three Block Explorers for $9. And I think that's how wholesaling to the Block Explorer shops should work. You know, because all the block explorers that were released here, um, yeah, there were fifty of there were fifty of each one uh, that Upland released, and they put 
300 bundles of three block explorers, which gives you 900 additional block explorers themed around Miami. Um, it, and I like the ability to have the deal there. And I like that 305 chain and the neon Miami. They had some pretty cool block explorers there that they sold to the shops. Yeah, I definitely like the wholesale concept. Um, it makes a lot of sense. It makes me want to be a block explorer shop owner even more, uh, honestly, because uh, I love that idea of being able to wholesale buy the block explorers to then sell them on this. I would just keep them, but to sell them on the secondary. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. Holder mentioned that uh, he's, between last Thursday and this Thursday, all all the information came out, and he gets all the information from this podcast. Uh, since he doesn't read announcements from Upland, preach. Well, would you read like a midweek, like a Sunday uh, podcast? Like if we did a newsletter with like, hey, here's what's going on and here's some other things. They give those things away. Yeah, again, I I have two like factories face. and a shop that I already neglect. I don't need a third, fourth. Yeah. Um. Now, oh, the GTA. I don't think so. I think maybe. I mean, it is thematic. I mean, look at the Miami logo, but. Yeah. Now, they had those horrible soccer jer- football jerseys. Oh, yeah. Miami. Now they make these super cool Miami-themed block explorers. Um, I mean, their hands are tied with the NFLPA. Well, I, I get that, but no, that was soccer. That was soccer football. Or that, that, soccer. So we, I, oh, I was being wait, nice. You, you remember those wholesales, those 99 jerseys? They were. Oh, no. I, I, or were I, you I, off for that one? Yeah, I was, I was out for uh, that. Th- those were horrible. I they can't. were ugly. But I would love to see a burn mechanism with them. But now they made these cool ones right here that went to the Block Explorer shops. And you have to burn two of those. With the other ones, you know, if you come down here, these are part of the burn mechanisms. There's going to be 25 of each. That's if everybody uses the burns. You have to use one Miami sweetener and then two from any Miami shop owner, two of those block explorers to get you one of these. Yeah. And then so is it random which of the two you get? Because, like, there's two variations of each, right? Yes. So it'll be random of the two. This is such an interesting mechanic for a lot of reasons, right? Because now you have, like, if, if let's say, for instance, everybody decides to burn the little croissant pastry thing, right? Like, if I look here, what are the ones, like, if I had, I would burn the little suitcase thing. I would probably burn the coffee. I'd burn the croissant. Well, like, I like the well, Miami. Well, to, to be more clear, they're going to provide more details on how the burns will be performed and... So, because there's a note on here, under here saying it's crucial to burn the correct combinations to receive the upgraded block explorer, because if you do it incorrectly, combinations will permanently result in loss of your block explorers. So I think it's That's just not, hot. That's, I'm going to call that right now. Hot That's mess. a hot upland. You better like you better figure out a way to do like a, a like a Hordix cube. What's the Diablo Hordix cube? Like where I just put the three items in and it combines and then burns it. Like you cannot have people. Um, I think it's a Cubano, the greatest sandwich of all time. All right, calm down there. 
But also, actually, you know what? The, the Cubano, uh, which I think is a Cuban twist on a Reuben. Yes. If I'm, it's a pressed sandwich. Those are actually delicious. So I will give, I will actually, I'll give you that. But like the idea is, I mean, again, I don't think it's going to be like you have to do a car plus this Miami plus the Rubano to get this, right? It, based on this, I think it's just a matter of if you burn the car plus the other, like one of the other sweeteners and a, a shop owner one, then you're not going to get it, right? So then so, how do you make an incorrect combination then? What I just said. What if, if I burn two sweeteners and oh, a okay. shop owner? All right. Or I, I burn sense. three shop owners, right? So I, I I mistake one and I burn three shops and I don't get anything. Okay. There's definitely ways to mess that up, right? Um, so, but it just let's assume everybody, you know, is has their head on straight, which we know they don't. Um, it will be really interesting to be watching the avail, like the, so the total minutes, 50, whatever it is. And then as it goes down, like which ones, you know, there's going to be a scarcity. So all of a sudden the value, it's it's a really, I really like a burn mechanic, especially with numbers that are this low. Usually when you see burn mechanics, like especially like in the uh, wax market, you're talking in the thousands of items that are getting burned. So it's, it's really difficult to see value uh, for a long time. When we're talking 50. Yeah. I, I, I was I, I love the concept of the burn mechanic. I love the whole sound of the block explorer shot, but I was just so, shocked on the low numbers, the the low qual the quantity numbers. I love it. I think that they are recognizing that they're like the secondary sales on these block explorers is has been trash. When you when you mint two hundred of a single block explorer, there's almost no value right now especially without your driver mechanic, like you're going to have a hard time selling me on a high mint like block explorer of any kind of value over like 10,000 upex. Like honestly, they they just aren't worth it. But very quickly, you get into, you know, low double digits like sub 50 starts to get interesting because from a long-term perspective as well, like those to me are more, I don't like the word investment. You know, I don't, but like more quote unquote investable would be the sub 50. Like you get into the twenties who things start getting interesting. I mean, I paid 200,000 220 for the vivid, uh, which was how many mints on that 50 on that. Yes. Now, granted that did have, uh, a very big value, secondary value to me in the badge and the unique um, item. So there is some second, there is some initial, but I can see those being worth post snapshot, still a hundred thousand, I think. Yeah. Potentially. I don't know. Yeah, it, it makes you really think. I mean, Oh, that's a good question, Zany. I traditionally no. Um, I hope that they don't do that. Uh, first to burn is mint one. Traditionally, because they will, they will mint all of them. So they'll mint all twenty five and then um, randomly disperse them. Uh, that's almost always how they've done it. Yeah, I mean that's. A lot of cool block explorers. I really love how they tied the Miami theme together, did this. I love the new burn mechanism. And then if that wasn't enough, they came through with the passes. Um, 
They sold them for four ninety nine. There were a thousand passes to it, and four ninety nine. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember how much they were because they're people are buying them for like twenty thousand upex. But that doesn't get you a property. That just gets you the ability to buy a property. Is that so correct? The passes are tradable, and with a snapshot scheduled for December fourteenth, so a week from today, um, okay. they will be allocated a specific address in Miami for minting. You get a fifteen percent chance that it will be part of a collection, um, and then you have. Uh, about four days to the deadline to mint will be Monday, December 18th. After this, they will be released for public minting. Um, do I still have to be there? Do I still have to be in Miami to mint it? Presumably I can't remote mint it. They did not say because that was the whole, I thought that was kind of like the benefit of the past is like, Hey, if you're not in Miami, don't worry about it by the pass. Um, but traditionally, even if they lock it for you, you still have to go be there. Yeah, which it'd be cool if I didn't. Absolutely. So I'm just. You have to be in Miami. Shaq says you have to be in Miami, just like people to fly to, yeah, to mint their lost property. Sure, that's fair. Because then those people would be mad. Well, I mean, it's a, I mean, they can evolve. Like the mechanic can evolve, but that's fine. Don't be lazy, Tia. I've, I mean, that's fair. True. True. Fair enough. Um, now, the pass was, I, I like that they're using them passes for more and more stuff. And mm-hmm. I really, there was 1,550 players ahead of me. So I was like, great, I'm not going to get a pass. And then actually I was like, oh, I'm going to get a pass. And something came up at work and I'm like, oh, and I was like six minutes till I could mint. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to get one. There's like 450 something left. And I'm like, yeah. oh no, I'm not. I'm like, I'm going to get a pass. Something came up at work and I'm like, I forgot that my time's up. Luckily, I logged back in, and I was able to get a pass. And then as soon as I got a pass, it was like only a 30-second cool. It, it was a very short cooldown, which I thought was kind of strange. Uh, I was like, okay, I'll take it. So I must have been one of the last people you know, in queue that reserved it because I had that quick cooldown, and as I was coming out of the cooldown, the prices just started, the, the number inventory just dropped. It was just like spinning down like crazy. Yeah, no, same thing happened to me. I thought I had uh, a bit of time. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, I, I was, you know, the group chat, and I was like, wait, what? They're gone? Because I was definitely going to pick up a, a pass. Um, but, yeah, it's all right. Maybe I'll pick up. I mean, I, it sounds like I got a couple of days. If you're selling on the secondary market, I don't, I don't, I don't want to pay 20000 because you still have to mint the property, yo. Mm-hmm. You get, a 15% discount? Is that true? Is that what it is? A 15% chance of it being a collection property. Oh, 15%. Oh, no discount. No discount. No. And you, yeah. get to, you get to keep the passes as a souvenir event, too. But what is the passes a what? Just a burner at that point. They're useless. The previous ones you've had to turn in. Right. Is that true? Right. I might buy some of the passes secondary, but for cheap. How much do you think? How much do you think there will be? Uh, what will be the secondary? So on December fifteenth, after they have zero value, what do you think? Like, do you think I could? I'd be like me 2, trying to five hundred upex, twenty five hundred thousand upex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was trying to like pull out my my um, um, uh, Genesis week pass. Be like, oh, sell my, you know, be like that. <laughs> Like, it's absolutely useless. It just was, 
you know. They didn't cool say the property size or the property value. And as we saw, the prices were affordable to what are you really thinking? And then on top of the passes, they have the Miami car giveaway. Yeah, these are hot. So every property you mint in Miami, you get entered to be one of the 25 people that get one of these cars. Yeah. So you have till Friday, December 22nd at noon to mint Miami properties for entry. Wait, additionally, those who earn will be rewarded with 25. Oh, yeah, I saw some of those people who were posted on Facebook, which is super cool. Shout out uh, to the Mint Master badges. I definitely, I definitely want to get in on that. Um, You got to be in there. Like, it's just your internet connection and everything's on spot to be the Mint Master in a new city release. And you got to be, you got to have some thick wallet. Yeah. Because. I mean, 85, even at, well, I guess if you got them at 20,000. Alexa, what's 85 times 20,000? 85 times 20,000 is 1,700,000. That's not too bad. So, like, because, I mean, I I was sitting on, well, you know, I ended up, so shout out (laughs) uh, to, oh, gosh, I forget. Who did I buy that from? What was his name? It was in our chat. Anyway, um I bought an international plane terminal. You got a Mint Master badge? How much did you spend? How much did a Mint Master badge cost you? That's what I want to know. Um, Depends on the city. Uh, Matt Turbo. Matt Turbo. Shout out to Matt Turbo. Uh, bought me. Uh, it was 110 He should have just told me that to begin with. Uh, international Turbo out of Buenos Aires. 1100 Okay, so yeah. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Congrats. That I would have definitely spent that to get the mint master badge. Um, maybe the next shouldn't have bought those expensive properties, damn it. I know. I'm now I'm definitely I, I'm definitely gonna go for it next time, I think. How many how many people get the mint master? Not just one. Three. Three? Okay. I think I could get top three. That reminds me of when they did, what was the mint competition in, oh, the stupid place, 109 properties. I think one of the people won with 85 properties. So you must have been like probably one of the, you were probably number one then. Because the person I saw on Facebook said that they got Mint Master with 85 minted. Yeah, I spent uh, most of my money right here. Ooh, daddy. And then I wanted, oh, I wanted three in the neighborhood, oh, so I just grabbed grabbed the next cheapest ones I could find. But Jeez. It was uh, pretty pricey down there. I was number one. Get it, Wisdom. Yeah, you were. South Grove. I feel like they should include the max UPEX price of a property for the passes. Yeah, you would say that. Wait, isn't there... So Mint Master is the number of properties, but there's another... There's two so badges. You got you got the first oh, Minter. Yep, so the, first people, the first three players that Mint there get the get a badge for that. The highest... Oh, that or the good. most properties Mint to get a badge. And then the... Um, 
You might have been the third, Dizzy. I only know of two. I know. How many did you mint? Because there was 109 and 85. Those are the two players that I know of that, that have it. I missed the cut. Oh. Well, just be glad it wasn't your circumcision. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't even have time to get to the beeper on that one. Right. You can thank me later for that one. <laughs> Wisdom did. Wisdom with 109. Number one mint. Yeah, That's it was me. the first three hours, Dizzy. So if you didn't do it in the first three hours. No, Dizzy likes to take his time. He likes he, he's but he got he, he got like, it. He got it in the London expansion. He got a yeah, master badge. Like, he he's gonna mint all night long. He don't he's not trying to rush it in three hours. He's gonna he's gonna take that he's gonna wine and die in his city, just like he did to Manhattan. <laughs> I'll never forget Manhattan, man. We all go to bed, we're like, Oh, that was a fun day. All of a sudden, wake up, half of Manhattan's minted. Like, half what of f- Harlem. He he just like Harlem. went through Harlem like it was nothing. Dude, dude got a fever like something I had never seen before. Started buying up Harlem like it was going out of style. Arguably one of the biggest, best power plays I've seen in the, in the game. It was even better than the episode where I was buying up the financial district. Like, there were thir- 16 properties left in Manhattan's financial district. I'm like... I'm buying them. And you're like, don't do it. I'm buying them. Bought another one. You're like, what are you doing? Stop. So, but yeah, that, that Dizzy buying Harlem was even better than that. Oh yeah. That was though, that was pretty good because you were going, you, you went strongly again. I was, I was like, that's dumb. They're not going to make another financial district one. Like whatever. I think you were, you had thrown back a couple that night too. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) That's what I do on this show. I throw back a couple and talk about Upland. That's true. Vegas. Yeah. Wait, what happened today? Oh, we're not talking about Vegas. <laughs> oh, all right. God, I so, can't wait for Vegas this year already. I know. And now let's get to the to the confusion. You're not confused. You got it all figured out. Because no, you know no one is confused except for you. Good. So... Now, with the 50% of the city was released, and that was about 32,500 properties. So, all in all, there's going to be about 65,000 properties. Um, official send fees are going to be 157530. Currently, it's 105020. It's going to be a tier three treasure hunting, a tier four currently until more of the city's released. Now, I was questioning, you know, you were talking about this is going to be a tier three city. It's a tier three treasure hunting city. That means it's a tier three city. That's, those are the same thing. The treasure hunt tier is the tier of the city full stop. There is no secondary tier. Like, it's very straightforward. Like, I don't even understand what the debate is. Now, you no, can say... It, it, that, it doesn't uh, say the city tier. This is treasure hunting tier. It's not talking about a city tier. This is just a treasure hunting tier. There is no such thing as city tier as a single digit. There is a city tier breakdown, which is 133. So it's city tier breakdown of one for price, three for size, three for iconic importance. Like that is its city tier, but that is not a single tier as in tier one, tier two. It's they're the same. The the city, so it is a tier three city. So if you want to refer to it, you refer to it by its treasure hunt tier. If you want to be more specific, it's a 
133 city, which means it's very expensive, very small, and not super iconic. But Manhattan's uh, 131. Or 131. It's a 131. It's a 131. That's a big difference. That's a big, big difference. Because the middle number of size, like, you know, I, I mean, at least this is what you tell your wife. Size isn't that important, right? Like... Um, (laughs) anyway uh, the new treasure hunting rules jumped my Manhattan sentence good that's good Uh, so (laughs) more cheese in the house oh cheese in the house what up cheese um That's what it was. I could tell the energy of the chat shifted. It's because more cheese. I was being good, but then I, I could just, the more cheese energy, I could just feel it. So, of course, right. also like my second Mountain Dew. That could be it, too. Right. Yeah. I'm all jacked up a Mountain Dew. So, treasure hunting's all that matters now. Got it. It's not all that matters. That's, all, that's what you said. It's all that matters. From, it's the. That, that's the city. Fine. Yep, that is. That is the city. If you want to talk about what tier a city is, you talk about what treasure hunt tier it is. But the majority of players don't treasure hunt. It doesn't matter. That's the baseline. That would be like saying, oh, gosh. There's tier one, tier two, and tier three cities, and then treasure hunting goes to five. No. There's the individual breakdown of the, like, properties of a city of one, three, which are three tiers in that is not the city tier. And also it, ah, you're, you're going to wind me up and I know you're trying to wind me up. One, three, three equals tier three. So one, three, three, it's not in, in no world is Miami a tier one. It's a tier one price point. So if you want to pay a lot for a tier three, go to Miami like, I don't know what to tell you. Well, that makes no sense then. Why would I overspend on something that's cheap? Well, see, now you're equating value to tier, and that's that's on you. You should do a special YouTube tier six podcast to understand them more. Tier one or bust, sends or nothing. Um, so that is interesting. Okay, so send fees. Let's look at send fees. Oh, before before we get into that, this is the first tier three like legit official send city. It looks like um, with, with the fifteen seventy five thirty send fee. Wait, so where is? Oh my gosh! What? I threw all this the information is... up for you. This. It definitive. I go. I don't even have more things to throw. <laughs> I broke them. Broke. Like you literally just proved your own point that you send fees alone. If it was tier one, it'd be twenty five fifty one twenty five. It's not. The price is still high. It's small, just like Manhattan. But, True. But the icon it's, factor is a three. Correct. 
which makes it a tier three city. Or it could be a one, two, three. Because a one, three, three is up to 10 collections. And if you look back here, they said it's going to be about 14 to 20. So as you look here, I highlighted wrong. And it could be a one, three, three. Yeah, it could be a one, one, three. So it's still a tier one. I win. You lose. It's not. No, it's. You don't win. And no world is Miami tier one. The send fees alone tell you what tier it is. It's a one, two, Regardless, three. It's a tier three. It's a one, On two, every three. level, it's a tier three. You are literally the only person who can one, one, eight, two. You're just throwing gang numbers now. Like <laughs> 305, baby. 305. Rip the 513. Let's go. Um, also, I know there's some really interesting things about uh, area codes, but I won't go into the nerdy number factor of like why New York I think is two one two. But anyway, because it because back on the rotary phones, the the lower your number was, which mean you'd have less like ways to go on the rotary. So when they added area codes, the bigger cities got the lower numbers, so it was less to actually do dials. Um, which is why, like, you have, like, New York, L.A., Chicago have low. Anyway, oh. that's um, yeah. a really, if you if anybody wants to look that up. So it's Rotary, was that what you roast a chicken on? Yeah, it's yes. actually yes, very yes, similar. Uh, yeah. So it's a one, two, three. Actually, it's not a one, three, three. It's a one, two, three. So, but you're. you're it doesn't it. matter. It's a tier three city. Call it what you want. It's a tier three city. doesn't matter. Because the send it's fees a tier alone. three treasure hunting city. Fantastic! It's a tier three city. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. So, also we should clarify: there's nothing wrong with being a tier three city. You can't all be tier ones, and it's okay that it's an expensive tier three because I think that they balance it out with the size. So the fact is that it's one of the first that has a small size compared to like a Manhattan or a Rutherford which we've both seen have insane secondary sales for essentially no reason. Well, actually not no reason. I, I shouldn't say that because of treasure hunting and Manhattan being Manhattan. So from that perspective, again, not financial advice. There is potential upside because Miami will almost certainly sell out before LA, right? And even with an expansion, you're still sitting at sub 100,000 properties for all of Miami. So I do see there still being some potential upside as it sells out. We'll see how quick it sells out. They've pushed a lot with the um, sales contests and the cars. Um, is it route? I don't like, know if are, you're... Are you legit, Balder, or are you just trolling you legit, you, I don't know if you're... like Because you keep bringing up the rotisserie. Rotary phone, the, the pay phones are you good... It's got like a dial. That. You put your finger in a number and you turn it and then it rolls back and you put it in the next number. I, I mean, yeah. Boulder was born way after us, so he might. It's true. He might legit not know. Yeah. Go look up a rotary. Right. rotary old ass phone. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are old ass people. We are like 400 in YouTube years. All right. That's, so you what? have your opinions. I'm going to bring SC Kicker on and Shaqtelin on too to get their thoughts on it. There's not opinions. It's just fact. I'm trying to hear your opinions. It's your opinion. There's no. I'll I'll let these intelligent, beautiful people speak because obviously I know who they're going to side with. The person who's speaking truth. This guy. 
<laughs> what's up, Shaq? What's up, SC? How are you doing tonight? What's going on, guys? How's everyone doing? Good, good. Man, Miami was expensive. Facts. Yeah, the, the waterfront especially. So Shaq, I, I actually was teaching class when it opened up, and by the time I got on there, it was like an hour and 15 minutes later, and the only stuff left on the water, man, I think the cheapest one was like five sixty nine or something ridiculous. That was some that were like one point seven was nuts. Yeah, I decided I don't like beach property after all. <laughs> <laughs> so, aren't you glad you bought overpriced properties in a tier three city? <laughs> so again, I don't think they're overpriced. I think that they are priced for what Upland wanted to price them at. So the for, question for a is, tier three city, it's overpriced. Definitely. So here's something interesting. If you, I pulled up some of the other city release announcements uh, of the past so that I could compare them. Yeah. And for London, well, let's let's start with Los Angeles. Do you want to for, share your screen, or you just want to talk it? It's fine either way. Sure. Sure. Um, <coughs> yeah. Let me do that. Okay, so we'll start at the top here, Miami. Okay, there's nothing here that says what the city tier is here up at the top. Okay. Just down lower, there's official treasure hunting tier and current tier. And yep. the, right, sun fees. If you go and look at London, they actually published a city tier for London in addition to a treasure hunting tier for London. Yep. For Los Angeles, they didn't list a city tier, just a treasure hunting tier. Um, but it seems like comparing the send fees, so we have send fees 25, 125.50 for LA, 25, 125.50 for London. 157530 for Miami. And so to me, that does in fact mean that Miami is not a tier one. It's uh if if you look on hold on. There we go. Logic prevails. Uh well hold on. Your one Those other twice. city releases were before they made the changes though, weren't they? But at a at a one shack at a one one three at fifteen seventy five thirty with an airport thirteen to nineteen collections with which they say with an average twenty percent FSA, a one one three is pretty solid for a one. Yeah. Well, it's not a one one three though. It's a one one three. It's not a one one it's it's not a one three three. It's a one three three. No. Because the collection, if you look, the collection. No, but are, I think that's why they didn't. But it, the collections are going to be 14 to 20, 20% FSA with an airport. Wait, but size. There's no way. So size, it's small. There, it's, a, it's, it's definitively small, and you know so, that. So a 1, 2, 3 then, 19 to 20, then it can fit in the small nine, is one, three. Two, three. It's a one. It's a 1, 3. It's a one three. It's small. It's not a mid. It's a one two three. It's not a one two. Under here's a question: When they list city tier and they start with the one, like was in your chart just now, doesn't anything that starts with the one mean that it's tier one? 
What about that? You need clarification from Upland. That's my argument. No, you don't need clarification. Your chart literally tells you what it means. It's very simple. One One means that it's priced high. Right. That it's a high price per up square. So it's very pricey property. The second number indicates size. One being large, two being medium, three being small. Miami is a small city. It's sub 70,000 total properties. It's small. So that's a three. And the third number being icon. How iconic is the city? And they rated it as a three. Ergo, it's a one, three, three. Now, here's the other thing is they could be not including that information because they might need to change it. They might like, they might realize that the collections, (laughs) I'm cheap, big, and not iconic. Thanks. Thanks, Dan. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Jesus. How how do you know that's not a mid? How do you know Miami at 65,000 is not a mid? Well, one was small. No, three is small. So it'd be three, three, three. I'm a cheap, small. I'm a price. Oh, that, don't change. You don't try and re-rate me, homie. I'm a one, three, one. That's why I would be anyway. Um, so I'm expensive, small, and iconic. Don't forget it. Uh, one, three, one. Rep. Uh, what the? <laughs> what were we talking about? You so, got me all swirled up. <laughs> I think we're all confused. They just no need clarification. Well, so here's here at the end of the day, none of it matters in the sense of the send fees will tell you what tier it is definitively. And at the end of the day, the only thing tier matters for is treasure hunting. Like that's it. So outside of treasure hunting, which treasure hunting and send fees go hand in hand. So I will agree that this is the first like high-priced Tier 3 we've seen. However, I will say I think that the way that they balanced it out is by making it small and small number of properties in order to potentially have some secondary sales that aren't just everybody selling under mint. So a Tier 3 with a little bit of Tier 1 spiced in there along with some Tier 5 properties. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like if Fresno and Manhattan had a baby in Alabama, it would be it'd be Miami. <laughs> so here's a real question: What is more important to everybody in Upland, the treasure hunting tier, the city tier rating? Where, where, where's your rating? Doesn't mean anything. People are really focused on the treasure hunting tier, and that's why London sold off after they changed the tier people were very upset um and the, because they were only there for treasure hunting yep yeah i think treasure hunting too yep i'd like to see the percentage of how many players treasure hunt it's not a it doesn't it almost doesn't matter though like because Treasure hunting is so, you, you know how important your send fees are. Right. Like you've seen the numbers. Yes. So even if you don't treasure hunt, and we've also seen Russell Envy can show you, you don't need any properties to treasure hunt. But it's very important for the owners. Like I want to buy up, I want to own the most properties in the city that everybody's treasure hunting in. 
because that's going to drive the value of a city significantly. We've seen that with Rutherford. We've seen that with Santa Clara. Like it's one of the first layer two, but it's embedded games. Like it's super, super important to the economy uh, of those cities. I heard something interesting from somebody that tracks this data and I don't want to say who it was, but they said that while the uplands, while London sold off, that London had actually had a negative impact on many of the other cities. Um, that many of the other cities were struggling because so much focus was in London, and that once London got its tier lowered, those other cities started their recoveries. Which I think I don't know if it's true, but it's interesting. I'll have to go back and uh, double check. It makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense, right? Because if you're focusing all your resources on London, and you're pulling the value out of other economies to do so, um, it makes sense. Like that would even be a more compelling case than people were abusing the treasure hunting, right? And we know historically, I mean, that is one of the one of my like biggest reasons that I I love Upland so much is because I do believe at the top, at the end of the day, these are econ experts. They're not gaming experts. They've proven that time and time again. No offense, <laughs> no offense to the leaders here. They're not gaming people. They're economy people. And so if their number crunching says, hey, we need to deflate London because it's sucking value out of the rest of the economy, and so this is the way to do that, like kudos, well done. Like I, I don't think they were deflating London because it was sucking out of the economy. I think they realized that you know having cities that are that small of a footprint that was released and making it its full treasure hunting tier was really unfair to the treasure hunters overall. Because if you're hunting in London with the twenty thousand properties versus your other tier one treasure hunting, you, you have a lot smaller net that you can find, and it's a lot more profitable e- each and every day. Yeah. I got DMs from people who said they were so upset about this tier change in London because they had gone there specifically because they can get so much more spark in London. So to me, that shows that there was, in fact, some sort of imbalance, and that that really is why Upland made that change. Cool. Oh, that's that's great insight. Thanks, Shaq. So it was people that found the advantage and the game caught up to the advantage and corrected it. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked about it. It's interesting. I mean, when you put it in that term like that, it's is this really the first like true nerf we've seen? Like we've seen uh, balances to treasure hunting and like maybe nerfing of treasure hunting, but that's really like modifying a layer two functionality. This is the first time that I, well, I guess it's still modifying a layer two, um, you know, treasure hunting. If you view treasure hunting as kind of a layer built on top of Upland as the property game, but having the tier change really nerfed London. then, um, And I think this is the first time that there's been a targeted nerf against a city. I'm trying to think if there's been anything else that would be equivalent to that. And and then yeah, they did take the standards. They did take the standards off of the desktop, and which was a nerf for a lot of people. But there was a program out there that gave an unfair advantage to the people that 
knew about it and were able to use that, and they, it was compromising the treasure hunting there. Um, Heard <laughs> facts. Well, can I, I say one thing about treasure hunting? Absolutely. I'm really excited because uh, when they made the changes and people were saying that, oh, the arrows, now there's not arrows and, you know, whatever that was, I thought that it was so bad that it completely scared me away from treasure hunting. But I decided to try it for the first time after all these months. I didn't notice anything different about it. Nothing. <laughs> I believe people. I mean, I'm sure they changed something, but it it's the same it's the same thing. You can still be successful quickly. I don't know what people were complaining about. I don't I really don't know. It's not yeah, that so if you're I didn't think the arrows were that big of a deal. It wasn't that big of a difference, really. No, switching <laughs> to mobile, that was a big difference. I, I just find it amazing how many people don't want to go mobile versus, like, they love their desktop. Like, I'm so much slower on desktop than I am going mobile. Right. Mobile's so slow. The, if you're on a pad where it's bigger, it's not bad, but the mobile screens are just so small. What do you plan on an iPod mini? Come on now. <laughs> I, I usually treasure hunt on my iPad Pro, but you switch over to the iPhone 15 and the thing's tiny compared to it. <laughs> All right there. Hashtag <laughs> well, you know, when I can't drive the Ferrari and I got to take this old beater Benz around, you know. I so if we got a chokes for charity started back up yet. <laughs> We might think about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, I mean, that's, uh, it's fascinating. And I, I'm with you. Like, the nerves of treasure hunting, unless you were like a diehard treasure hunter, I don't think there was like most of it. Yeah. Wisdom, did you get top tier? Uh, did, were you buying? Did you mint mobile only? Um, did you get your minter badge mobile only? And it makes your posture worse to use a mobile device than a computer. All right, Gollum. You can sit <laughs> straight in either, for the record. You can stand. You can walk and use your mobile phone. So I don't want to hear that. But also, you're not wrong. All right. So in the end, the only thing that matters for a city tier is the treasure hunting status. Got it. You just, fine. You know what? If that's what you want to boil it down to, then yes. That's what you said. I'm saying that the treasure hunt tier is the city tier. Got it. That's what I said. I said, got it. Mm -hmm. I I minted web. Mobile web or or PC web? Because then I'll know. Because maybe I'll need to. Anyway. How How do we revamp dead cities? Layer two. Find friends. Yeah. Layer two nodes. That's really the only, that's the only chance. It's kind of like dead servers on an, on an RPG game. Like you really, you're going to have to start a guild. You're going to have to go there uh, because you can do it cheap because you can do it quietly. Um, and you're going to have to create your own environment there. And especially if they keep jacking up prices, which I hope they do because you know what? Uh, Fresno ain't looking so bad now, y'all. Tier three rep. Where are you buying? 
I'm going to go buy 40,000 up square in Fresno for what you can buy five up square in Miami. So <laughs> get it. There you go. All right. SC Kicker, Shaq, thanks for joining us. Thank you later. You have any, anything before we get out of here for the week? Mm, no, not this week. I think all good. If you're in, if you're in the Fort Worth area, go check out uh, Anime Frontier this weekend. Look for me. I'll be in various cosplays. Uh, this is just one of four looks that have been curated uh, for me. So, uh, yeah, maybe next week I'll come in a different one. There you go. Yeah, and we'll work on those scripts, and we'll uplandify. Ooh. Uplandify for uh, Gladiator coming up, yeah, and we got Beast and Butthead and Dumb and Dumber in the lineup. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Everybody be safe, have fun, and we'll see you out there in the metaverse. Till next week. The Ovix Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host who's stupid to win and thank you later. Bringing a strategy, news, and cool charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby.